So my dad encouraged us to fail growing up. Mm. And he would ask what we failed at that week. Oh, wow. Failure is not the outcome. Failure is not trying. And I would much rather have people try and do it themselves and then fail versus not even trying at all. Welcome to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores exceptional career success stories, inspiring and insightful personal brand journeys that answer the question, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? Fascinating conversations with leaders about their career breakthroughs from entertainment, tech, media, and more. You'll learn how they've turned up the volume on their brand to unlock success. Firsthand, uncensored, and real, as told by people who've been there and plenty of inspiration and practical tools to help you lead with your brand every day as you drive towards your next career breakthrough. And now, here's your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Hey everybody, Jason Patria here, and you are listening to the Lead With Your Brand podcast, which is the podcast for folks just like you who are looking to turn up the volume, show your value, and lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough. Well, we've got another spectacular show for you today. I'm going to be speaking with Sebastian Westerby, the Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Tort Experts, and is a renowned legal marketing expert. But before we get to Sebastian, let's talk a little bit about your brand. Now, I've been out working with so many clients this year, and one of the biggest things that I am seeing in all sectors of the economy and different companies is that everything is transforming. We have been through this wild inflection point over the past few years that's really been the intersection of technology and the pandemic driving a whole different way that we deliver value for customers and a whole different way in which we deliver value as workers at companies. Now, I'm sure your company is going through huge transformation. And while, yes, there have been reductions in workforce and changes as we look to become more efficient, one of the big trends I'm seeing is that companies are needing to redeploy employees, right? They are needing to look at taking folks that have great knowledge and great skills at something, but really shifting and asking us to adapt because the needs and where they need us look different than they did just a few years ago. And so where does that come into play with your brand? Well, at the end of the day, I want you to make sure that your brand is not defined by your job title or even your technical expertise, because guess what? There's always been a shelf life on technical expertise. And if we look at everything that's going on in AI, right, AI is going to change the way that we do work because quite simply, there's a lot of things that AI can do faster and quicker than what we can do. Now, does that mean we're irrelevant? No, absolutely not. So my question for you is when you think about your brand, what is the value that you bring? What is the impact that you can bring above and beyond what an AI chatbot can deliver? Hmm. What is that? Right. If an AI chatbot or some other piece of technology could come in and do the technical part of your job, 
what is the value? What is the impact? And how is it that you do it differently than anybody else or any other piece of equipment or technology. Quite simply, those are those brand superpowers that I want you to have supersized, right? So I might think, technically, what do I do? Well, technically, I get up on stage and I speak. I present information. I train people. I design training and learning experiences that help people get from A to Z. So if a chatbot or AI can do that, what is the value that I really bring? What is it that I add that that chatbot or AI can't do? Well, you know what I say? I say that I'm a storyteller because a chatbot can come up with a training outline, but that chatbot, ChatGPT, can't actually tell a story in the way that I tell a story from my own experiences that people learn from. You know what I say? I'm a showman because I produce and create an entire experience. And again, ChatGPT can spit out, you know, a rundown or a timed script but it doesn't actually bring you the show. It doesn't actually bring you all of those unique things that come together in an experience. So that's my challenge for you is how can you define your brand attributes and your brand superpowers in a supersized way that is all about the value that you bring and by the way, can be applied to a whole bunch of things. Now, I will tell you, I have always been a storyteller and I've always been a showman. I was a storyteller and a showman when I was a Disney dancer or I was an announcer at Universal Studios Hollywood theme park. I was employing all of that. That was the value and impact that I brought. And then later, I brought those supersized superpowers to a career doing learning and organization development. And guess what? In the future, I'm going to be able to bring those supersized brand attributes and mash them up with other skills in other contexts for the future. So I want you to start looking at, A, what are those supersized superpowers that you have that are not just a technical skill that you can operate some type of data analytics or you can code or you can negotiate, right? What's the bigger value? What's that supersized value? And two, I want you to look at your company right now. Where are those true needs? Where are those true things that they are looking for? And can you be resilient and can you be adaptive and bring all of your amazing supersized super superpowers to help solve and fill the gap of what your company needs right now and what your company needs tomorrow and in the days to come. Well, I am super excited about today's guest. It is Sebastian Westerby, who is the chief executive officer and co-founder of Tort Experts. He's also a renowned legal marketing expert. Now, Sebastian is dedicated to disrupting the status quo by leveraging technology, data, and transparency. With his innovative lead and case acquisition techniques, Sebastian has consistently delivered exceptional ROI for his clients. His fresh perspectives have revolutionized the landscape of legal marketing, earning him recognition in esteemed legal publications like AI, machine learning, and big data laws and regulation. 
Sebastian's expertise spans across a wide range of legal marketing domains, including social media marketing, telemarketing, offline and online marketing, intake services, medical record retrieval, and case management. As a legal counsel specialized in litigation finance, Sebastian combines his marketing proficiency with deep understanding of tort and class action law. This unique blend and mashup allows him to offer invaluable insights and significant value to those involved in the field. We'll be back in just a few moments with Sebastian Westerby, the chief executive officer and co-founder of Tort Experts. For over 25 years, Jason has coached, trained, and developed thousands of leaders and executives, helping them achieve their next career breakthrough. He's a featured speaker at global conferences and companies to help everyone bring their best authentic self to work, show their value, and lead with their brand every day. Get more tips and tools at leadwithyourbrand.com. And we are back. We have a fabulous guest with us today. It is Sebastian Westerby, who is the CEO and co-founder of Tort Experts. So talk to me. I know you're constantly out networking, meeting folks. How is it that you introduce who you are and what it is that you do, Sebastian? That's a great question. Um, I usually introduce me as the CEO of Tort Experts, an all-round vertically integrated performance marketing agency um, that specializes in the mass tort and class action space. Uh, we disrupt the legal industry by generating qualified claimants and retainers to uh, attorneys and litigation funders nationwide. And we do that by guaranteeing them a cost per client up front. So we are completely data-driven. We disrupt the status quo by not being a one-trick pony. Uh, we run all the different mediums and take the guesswork out of the client acquisition, so to speak. Yeah. And so talk to me, what is new and exciting at Tort Experts? What should people know? There's a lot of exciting things right now. And what they should, should need to know is uh, there's a lot of progress right now in all the different lawsuits currently. Um, we're still running, I think right now, 20 to 25 different lawsuits actively. The most popular one right now is still Camp Lejeune, which is a military base mm. in North Carolina. I'm sure you've heard and of we it. we hear those advertisements on TV and the radio like nonstop, right? Exactly. And uh, it's absolutely terrible what happened there, right? There's always there, there's, there's always this kind of like when I get on these podcasts, you know, ambulance chasing mentality or at least perspective. And I want to kind of address that and say what we do is most Americans that really have a serious injury or have a cancer type or have had some kind of terrible thing happen to them, most times don't realize that they have a case, right? So what we do is with our model and very efficient marketing, we go out and advertise for these people that either were on Camp Lejeune, their father or grandfather or great-grandfather was on Camp Lejeune between the 1953 and 1987. They served their great country, right? They worked hard every single day. They showered, they drank the water, and all of a sudden – you know, they died or or they suffer from cancer currently, which is not fair at all. And the reason is, which is outlined in the PACT Act, and there's always this kind of like 
mentality of, of ambulance chasing, but we're really going out and, and, and helping these people that don't realize they had, you know, or they have a case, they have a legal case where their father or family member cancer type is caused by, you know, this uh, contaminated water at Camp Lejeune. That's mm. just one example. We have 20 to 25 different examples. Um, so we really democratize access to justice for the average American. I'm really proud to, to do that every single day. Yeah. And so, so take me back when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Did you want to be an attorney? Did you want to be in the legal field or what did you want to be? I wanted freedom. All in all, I've always wanted freedom, but to take a step back, I mean, and I sometimes address this because it tells people, my partners, my clients, my friends, my girlfriends, it tells a lot about uh, a person's mentality. So I started my own journey as a, as a paper boy, I delivered, uh, newspapers, right? Yeah. And the reason I mentioned that is, uh, it shows a lot about a person's character. And, and I, um, uh, I've read this book by, uh, a client of mine also, but also a great partner, John Morgan, who wrote the book, you can't teach hungry. Mm. And, uh, it really tells you that, you know, hunger, you can't teach that. You can't go out in the world and find the hunger, right? Mm. You have it inside you. And, and, and the reason I started with a, a paper route when I was, was younger, many years ago, um, I went out, you know, no matter if it rained, snowed, or even if my friends were on the beach, I went out and I had to deliver those paper routes, <laughs> uh, sorry, newspapers. And, and uh, that shows a lot about a person's character. I'm not saying I'm only hiring people that had a paper route, but I am finding people that have that same alignment and same hunger. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I, I, uh, I wanted freedom and I wanted to control my own time. And that's what I get to do every single day. Yeah. And so, I mean, from an early age, it sounds like you had that hustle and that drive. So when you look back on your career, sort of on your path to being both a CEO and a co-founder of a successful practice, what are some of the career breakthrough moments for you where you felt like that was an inflection point where you really leveled up or you got to a next place? One of the breakthrough moments was uh, in the summer of 2020. Yeah. Um, everyone was thinking life was over with COVID-19. Um, I gave myself one day to feel that way. I, 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 I may be a special character or I may be looking <laughs> at life with a different perspective. Uh, but I gave myself one day with that feeling. And then I came back and said, um, how can I take advantage of this situation right now? Yeah. Right. And I still wanted to make sure I could maximize that. So I um, talked to my two current very, or at the time and still to this day, very good friends, Paulie and John, my co-founders. And um, I said to them, we, we sat in, in a meeting in New York in my, I think we were in an office uh, in Midtown somewhere. And uh, we said, you know, guys, no one's going to start a company right now. Everyone's going to be nervous. Mm. Yeah. Uh, everyone's at home right now watching Tiger King all day long. right? <laughs> and instead, what we did is we looked at it from a different perspective. So we took every single dollar we had at the time. We started Tort Experts uh, with a clear goal because of our experience within the legal industry. We've all been in industry for eight plus years, almost more than a decade. 
Um, and we took every single dollar we had at the time and, and we started toward experts to democratize access to justice as we spoke about with Camp Lejeune and the other lawsuits we're running because we have the ability based on our marketing expertise, based on our software, uh, and based on our data-driven approaches to connect possible claimants to the right legal representation. Mm. And what we did as well was to use that macroeconomic situation with the markets going south, yeah, COVID hitting, right? Um, we used it to our advantage. And um, that's what exactly what we did. And today we're 40 employees. We're completely vertically integrated. We control everything from a person clicks on an ad to they get into our system and software to they go to our intake and we call them up, ask them and, and qualify them, and then connect them to the most efficient and and best attorney that can represent them in their specific case. Yeah. So, I mean, again, just like delivering those papers, rain or shine, it seems like you said, hey, COVID's happening. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening, but I'm going to kind of drive through. So what what was it that was going through your mind that kind of gave you the confidence that you could put all your money out on the table and you could actually like grow into a, you know, 40 person organization while everyone's kind of locked up? The reason is both myself and my two partners, Paulie and John, we have been in the mass sport marketing industry since 2015 and onwards. So even before we started toward experts in 2020, we have, I've been, I've started as a media buyer, generating leads on Facebook, generating leads on uh, native platforms for mass sports since 2015. My co-founder, Paulie, has tremendous SEO search engine optimization experience running mass sport marketing. And my partner, John, is well connected to people that can also help generate traffic. So we all came with three different perspectives, knowing each other very well. We had a software that we had built from scratch so we could optimize not just based on a lead, but based on a true cost per case. Um, so we had the experience and the experience is key. If, if, if a person came to me and said, hey, Seb, um, I want to sell shoes. I want to create the best possible shoe I can. How would you recommend me to do that? Then I would tell them, I mean, the first thing you got to do is get the experience in the industry. You know, you got to get that experience. So you got to go work in the shoe store, learn how the customers act. What are they looking for? What are they not looking for? How do you think the design should be? Should it be comfort? Should it be looks? And that's what I did. I didn't work in a shoe store for five years, but I worked generating these leads for 10, 15 of the biggest master law firms myself and was exposed to that industry knowledge and experience. So when we got that, uh, got to the point of 2020, summer 2020 and COVID hit, we had all the experience, all the knowledge, all everything we needed to make that right decision. And we also had the relationships. We had the ability to generate more cases than, than the current partners that we work with could handle. So it was kind of a um, no brainer to, to do it. Yeah. And so you have this sort of interesting career because you're kind of at the intersection of of marketing technology and the legal profession. So prior to being uh, 
or prior to leading tort experts, right? When you were in other firms, what was, were there any challenges or difficulties when you were working with people that were sort of pure play legal folks? And here you are coming with like technology and marketing concepts. How, how did you make that sort of successful while you were learning the profession? So uh, aside from being the CEO of Tort Experts, aside from having been a media buyer myself, running, advertising, generating leads, uh, I'm also a legal counsel <laughs> aside from that. So I, I know the legal perspective as well as I know the marketing side, and I manage both to perfection, and I can see uh, how we should interact with or make both as aligned as, as possible. So I talk to attorneys every day and know how they think. And I also know kind of the bottlenecks on the marketing side. And I know how to kind of combine them into one uh, one whole. Yeah. So Sebastian, let's talk a little bit about your brand as a CEO. Give me three words that you would use, or maybe you've heard other people use, to describe brand Sebastian Westerby. That is a very good question. Um, I would say, uh, first and foremost, um, trust. Um, Mm. You can't run a company. You can't uh, run an asset or or build an asset up, which the company is. Uh, We're a fully remote company. We save overhead that we save our clients, you know, because the lower overhead we have, the better pricing, the better products we can can um, can offer them. At the same time, we're exposed to better talent because we are not tied to one geo location or or certain geo locations. Uh, so being fully remote uh, has a lot of advantages. I mean, I could go on like the environmental costs that we're saving by people not commuting back and forth, time people are saving every day, etc. But trust in that regard uh, is not just trusting your team, your partners. Um, your clients, but also trusting yourself that you made the right decision initially is, is, is a, is a very big factor. Yeah. So kind of not second guessing yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Trust, trust is, is probably the, the most important factor in my opinion. And then, um, as we go on, one of the key words in our success and, and, and ongoing success is empathy, empathy mm. with your team members, empathy with your clients, empathy with the people that you're connecting to the attorneys, the lead journey, which a lot of people tend to forget in this fast paced environment. This is data for sure. People converting and optimizing based upon the best conversion rates, but the customer and lead journey, you have to apply empathy because this is people suffering from horrendous injury and cancer types that's been through Hell, so you can't just say fill out my form right now. You have to apply empathy to that lead yeah. journey and customer journey. And then the the last thing I would say is um, freedom. Yeah. And um, the freedom to really we have tre- tremendous benefits in our company. That's also as a result of us being remote. Um, we offer just a few examples: unlimited paid PTO. Um, and by, and that kind of goes along with, with trust, right? Because if you give people the freedom to choose and hire professional employees that, you know, get the job done, we don't care about them taking, or I don't care about if they take, you know, two weeks of vacation or three weeks, or if they 
sit on the beach and works or if they sit at home, as long as they're professional and they get the job done. Uh, and, and that level of freedom also levels up the people that you work with and the results that you give to your clients. Yeah, I think uh, in general, trust, empathy, and then freedom. Yeah, and I love that you actually started our conversation talking about how freedom was important to you as a kid, right? Back on that on that paper route. So how is how is it that operating kind of your paper route when you were young? What are some of those similarities that you see now that you're running a really complex uh, legal organization? I, I think, and I have this picture in my mind with like uh, a boss on one side and then a leader on the other side, mm. um, where a boss, you know, kind of disrupts the company and tells people what to do and, and kind of just stands on top and, and doesn't do anything. And then I have another picture of a leader who goes in front and you know helps his team and pulls and you know kind of spearheads everything and i think the latter um would kind of explain my mentality from 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 that perspective and with the rest of the paper route uh i think if you ask anybody on my team you know i uh I, I, I think everybody's doing a tremendous job, but I don't think anybody's going to outwork me. Even <laughs> being the CEO, um, I have no problem, you know, working as uh, working 14, 16 hour days. You know, I want to help my team as much as possible, whether that means me putting in more hours or training more, being more transparent, being available to jump on client calls. Um, I think that those two perspectives of a boss versus a leader being in front, yeah. spearheading things is, is is my mentality. Also, with regards to delivering that paper, uh, you know, no matter what, right? We have to get yeah. that job done. And Sebastian, is that something that you've you've always been about? Sort of trust, empathy, and freedom, or has that maybe evolved for you over time based on experiences that you've had in life and career? No, I, I definitely think that's evolved, and I think it is still evolving. Um, yeah. because initially as you bring people on board, um, you have created something. The reason that we started this company and, and, and have brought on more team members because we found something that is valuable. We have an asset and we're giving our clients some value, right? Yeah. And then we have something that is repeatable because we can keep giving them that value and they keep coming back. Right. Yeah. And then the reason that we're now scaling up is because we're teaching, we have something that's teachable to our employees, to the team members that we bring on. And initially when you have that process of, you know, valuable, repeatable and teachable, um, you have to micromanage to some extent, right? You have to tell people and onboard people and tell people, this is how I want it done, right? This is how I'm. Uh, I create value right now. You yeah. can still get their their feedback and 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 grow from that. But initially, you have to mic and I hate that word though. But micromanage. I don't have a better word for it. But at least teach people how you see and how you want it done, and then slowly progress into you know them stepping up and doing it for you and and them also giving you feedback and seeing hey this is how you've done it this is how we're doing it right now and this is kind of the difference from you know value add perspective um so it's it's it's, it's progressing and it's still progressing to, to this day uh or we're, we're i mean i love getting feedback and i love uh 
also learning more. And I love uh, seeing myself evolve and I love seeing my, my amazing team evolve. Yeah. And so you talked a little bit about, you know, part of building trust and building empathy is making people feel comfortable providing you feedback, right? What is what is some of the feedback maybe that you've received over the past, you know, three, three and a half years as a CEO that you've kind of taken to heart and like put into practice to be better as a leader? Um, I, there are, are many things. If there's one I should highlight, it would be uh, failure. Um, mm that you know has brought been brought to my attention and something I'm I'm still kind of looking at from from two perspectives one is you know failures something that that you know will occur and then other times you know making the same mistakes over and over again is you know kind of dealing with that perspective but I mean to to kind of address that with uh something that I learned growing up um so my dad encouraged us to fail growing up mm. And he would ask what we failed at that week. Oh, wow. Failure is not the outcome. Failure is not trying. And I would much rather have people try and do it themselves and then fail versus not even trying at all. Uh, so I think with that, that that's, that's probably the, the most valuable feedback uh, I've gotten so far. Yeah, right. And it's almost like I think if we apply that analogy to technology, right, it's like no one, no, no one codes something or creates something, right? Or even if we're playing a game, it's not like we get to the end of the beginning, right? It's like we're constantly in that phase of, of learning and applying it to kind of the next round, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so, you know, I love that you talk about trust, empathy, and freedom, both from a standpoint of like what you value, but I love that as a leader, you've been able to sort of design that into your practice, right? It's like you talk about freedom, like you have a value around freedom, but then you've actually implemented that into remote work, right? You've actually implemented that into a PTO policy. So talk to me a little bit about how you, how as a leader, you take sort of your values, your brand attributes, and actually like weave it into policy that actually gets applied throughout your organization. Um, so overall, when both starting a business and more importantly, scaling a business up, it, the, the key for me at least has been to um, make sure that the company has a North Star that I align myself with. And that North Star, which we've touched upon uh, you know, earlier, is to democratize access to justice. Mm. What I want to do with Tort Experts, what I always wanted to do with Tort Experts, is to democratize access to justice. Yeah. And what does that mean? That means I want to get people that are in need of legal representation, and I want to bridge that gap between the attorneys and the the potential claimants. Um, and with that, there's no doubt about any, you, know, you can ask anybody on my team, they all can answer that question. You know, if I woke them up at three in the morning, they can all answer that question, I hope. So Sebastian, tell me, um, what's been the most challenging thing for you as a CEO? Oh, that is a, a very interesting question. <laughs> the most, <laughs> the most challenging. Um, I would say um, realizing that uh, when scaling up a company, um, you're going to have to deal with a lot of different people. Mm. 
a lot of different personalities mm-hmm. and a lot of different perspectives. And as a CEO, I have to always look at things as as whether it's decisions or whether it's requests. Nothing as a leader is binary, right? It's more yeah. of like a musical decision where I have to, you know, keep all the different perspectives in mind and make a decision that may not be, you know, best suited for either party, but it's best suited for us as a team. Mm. And I think realizing that and having a great uh, team behind me, I have a tremendous support uh, team behind me with great uh, board of directors. I have coaches, um, I have advisors I go to uh, because uh, I want to stress, you know, nothing is binary as a leader. Yeah. Uh, and, and when you realize that, when I realized that, um, it, it became a lot easier to kind of deal with the decisions um, and deal with my amazing team, deal with the different personalities. Because uh, when I understood that, that kind of made it easier, again, to trust my own decisions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Sebastian, what was that moment that you had that realization that, oh, this decision is not yes or no. This decision is not like what's good for me as a CEO or our leadership team or for an employee or for a a client. What was that moment that you kind of had that aha that everything's sort of in the middle or there's there's that musical approach? I think I don't have that one aha moment, uh, but. I think uh, coming out of last year's tremendous growth, mm. seeing you know my company grow from three partners to forty plus people, um, getting feedback from other people on how we should do things, and having you know all that experience from not just one great year of growth, but but three and a half great years of tremendous growth. I think it just you know, it, it, I don't have a aha moment and, and same thing with like, you know, my, my girlfriend asked me the other day, uh, when did you realize that, that you loved me? There, there's not, you know, one specific moment where, <laughs> where I, I realized I'm coming home and I, I, I love you. It, it's more so, you know, coming home every day and, and, you know, meeting a fantastically happy girlfriend or her going out to the kitchen, getting herself a glass of water, getting myself a glass of water, even without asking those small things that, you know, that aggregational uh, growth compounds. Um, and all of a sudden you realize, you know, not just one day or, or one minute, it, it's that it, it's those small things that compound into one bigger thing. And I think that's what, what happened with me realizing that as a, as a leader. Yeah. I love, I love that whole notion of, right. It's not that one moment, but it's like this collection of moments. And it's almost like that's also what creates that great sort of executive and, and leadership intuition. Exactly. So Sebastian, a couple of uh, fun questions to close us out. We've been talking all about your brand and the brand of tort experts. What brand are you obsessed with as a consumer? What can't you live without or, or what do you love? Um, wow. So I'm, I'm from Europe. I live in, in Copenhagen. Um, and I, I work on my entire team is in the U S so I work, uh, EST hours. Frankly, I probably work both. Copenhagen and ESTRs at this point. <laughs> um, 
Um, but um, I love whole foods. I love great food. Uh-huh. I love working out and I love taking care of my body. And I think one of the key things to keep you ahead of the curve, uh, I mentioned that nobody is going to outwork me. One key element and component to that is taking care of your body. Make sure, you know, what you put in your, your body, uh, you know, reflects on, you know, how much energy you have, how hard you can work, how much you can push your body. Uh, we don't have whole foods here, but we have other great uh, suppliers of organic and great food. And, and I'm a big believer of, of eating healthy and taking care of your body. Awesome. So it sounds like when you visit the U.S., Whole Foods is your place to go. 100%. Yes. Now, um, let me ask you, Sebastian, if you were a type of car, what type of car would you be and why? See, I'm, I'm not a big car guy. Um, I, I bike to work every day. I love my bike. Here in Europe, we, or here in Denmark, I should say, we, we, uh, we bike a lot. Um, yeah. But if I were to 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 uh, pick a car, I would probably be a Porsche 911. I think that's a beautiful car. I think it's Ooh. old, but it's still got some a lot of uh, a lot of tricks up its sleeves, and and I think it's still a very very um, popular car and very uh, you, you can rely on that car if you like. Yeah, and and why are you like that Porsche? I'm like that Porsche because um, uh, I have been around for a minute, but I still can can keep up with the newer cars, the newer electric cars out there, or the newer uh, AI or other implementations or stuff that that come up. I I'm I'm um, I'm reliable. Uh, I've been around for a minute, and I can still keep up with some of the new and uh, you know newer car brands and newer cars out there. Awesome. And finally, Sebastian, what's the best career advice that you'd like to pass on to our listeners? See that, uh, that, that's something that's, that's very important to me. Um, we all have values in, in, in our life, uh, or even we have all values, you know, that affects every decision that we make, whether it's, you know, going with an investment, whether it's hiring a person, whether it's, uh, you know, people you hang around with, uh, et cetera. Every uh, single thing I, ha- I do, whether it's what I just said, uh, has to hit the values for, for me. And I think that would be my, my advice. And my values are uh, community. Uh, it's, uh, as I said, health, taking care of my body, taking care of my, my, myself. It's family because um, you have to value your, your family. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> and then it's freedom of free, freedom of time. Freedom of time is is big. Uh, and then I mean the last thing uh, that I've come to realize, you know, more recently is impact, which is to to give back. Mm. Well, I love that. Well, Sebastian, thank you for living by your values uh, and sharing all of your great advice. Uh, if people want to learn more about Tort Experts or are looking for some support, what should they do? If they're looking for support, if they're an attorney, litigation funder, looking to acquire more clients and, and cases, uh, they should reach out to me on LinkedIn, Sebastian Westerby. They can even email me directly at Sebastian at tortexperts.com, and then we can set up a free consultation. You can also go to our website, tortexperts.com, uh, T-O-R-T-E-X-P-E-R-T-S.com.
Awesome. Well, Sebastian Westerby, it's been amazing talking to you. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good one. You as well. And we'll be back in just a few moments with my final thoughts. Are you tired of not being recognized for your work? Are you ready to rise above the rest and accelerate to the next level? The Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program will help you take control of your career, develop your own unique brand, and catapult you to a whole new level of success. You are a top performer, and the Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program is what you need to get you there. Visit leadwithyourbrand.com to learn how. What an awesome conversation with Sebastian Westerby, the chief executive officer and co-founder of Tort Experts. You know, Sebastian had so many great things to share, but I really loved this concept of if you're not failing, you're not learning. And I love that whole story about how his dad instilled that as a part of his questioning at the dining room table each evening or week. So my challenge to you is, what have you failed at lately? But more importantly, what have you learned? As we come towards the end of the year, what are some things that maybe didn't go so well at the beginning of this year? And what did you learn that can make you have a rock star final Q3 and Q4? Well, that's our show for you today. If you loved what you heard, make sure that you are following us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll deliver a brand new conversation every single week. Check me out on social media. I'm at Jason Patria on all platforms and shoot me a DM on LinkedIn and a connection request and your question might show up on a future show. Most of all, and most importantly of all, in your career, don't be a boring old commodity like coffee. Make sure you are a super premium brand like Starbucks. You've been listening to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores and uncovers exceptional career success stories and inspiring personal brand journeys with your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com.